Jalen Noel finds Anthony Edwards. And sidesteps for three, and that was very James Harden-esque. Help me help you. Help me help you. everybody what's up welcome back to hoops and cards i'm gary your host great to be with you on this uh first week of the nba season and it's appropriate that we would do another issue or installment of basketball cards 101 our series for beginners or those that want to brush up on the basics of the basketball card hobby some people have called this cliff notes or cliff's notes that gives you the foundations the things you just need to know some of the basics about basketball cards and this episode about all the various brands most of them by panini what they're like and where to find them i actually recorded this at one point here in the last 24 hours and it was way too long so and and i couldn't cut anything because it's about six major brands so this is going to be a two-part okay you're listening to part one right now two parts two episodes on the major brands of the hobby. And I go in a little bit to some detail about each brand and some of the special things about each and let you decide what you want to collect or what you want to invest. So, hey, time is of the essence. We got a lot of games tonight in the NBA, so let's get after it. The other day I was uh, passing through Columbus, Ohio and stopped at uh, at Grove City, Ohio, Card Collector 2, uh, the, the sports card store there. It's an awesome place and uh, I'd never been there before, so I wanted to see it, listen to the uh, Card Talk podcast before and so I wanted to check it out and as I was there in their main room, I don't know if you call it a lobby, it's just the, the store, a uh, guy walks in and, you know, it was it was quiet enough that you could hear him say, I mean, he was, he was looking to buy some cards, but he was not even sure what to buy. Like he didn't know the difference between Don Russ and optic or prism and select. He didn't know NBA hoops, probably hadn't heard of revolution, court Kings, national treasures, immaculate, flawless, or chronicles, Contenders, like there are so many brands, and so one of the the staff members there at the shop, which by the way was featured in Sports Card Investor, which is pretty cool. Uh, this month's spe- special card shop feature, Card Collector Two. Shout out Ryan, great stuff you guys got going on there. Uh, but yeah, this episode is to help people like that guy who were walking in. You don't you don't know, and that's okay. Like we were all new at one point. I, I was new, getting back into the hobby in 2014, had no clue what I was doing. I, I recognized the names on the front of the card, like I knew who, well, back at the time it was Johnny Manziel, so forgive me, <laughs> like I knew who the players on the front of the cards were, and I had heard words like Tops or Fleer, Don Russ when I was a kid, but but I didn't know, and it, it helped me out to have uh, people that it's funny we'd use the phrase, took me under their wing. I don't feel like I've been in, in anybody's wing or armpit or whatever, but I, I I will say this. I was helped out a ton by Keith and Brian. 
of New Heart Cards there in Delaware, Ohio. They helped me learn, relearn stuff that I forgot, maybe learn some of the basics and kept me or got me up to speed just by talking. Like it wasn't like, guys, give me a crash course on the 10 big brands and the best deal. Like it was, it was just more talking every now and then about cards and I gradually picked stuff up, you know, and their big wall of the new release calendar, which you could actually go on a site like blowoutcards.com. And uh, there's a distributor that has the calendar of new releases. You can sort by basketball and it'll give you this list of like 57 new basketball card products that are coming out. And there are so many different brands, boxes, styles, ways to buy cards that are brand new, even though they're hard to get because so many else, so many of us are trying to buy them. Today, I want to just stick to the basics. That's what 101 is, people. This is the general education class. Class is in session. Professor Gary here, Professor G, uh, bringing my protractor and my graphing calculator and my, uh, well, my eBay search engine, really. <laughs> like, I want to go over with you the main brands that you need to know. And you might veer off the, the, the well-traveled path and discover other cards or other releases or other variations, some that are released in other countries like Australia and China and the Philippines. And if you're listening from there, hi, hello, thank you for listening. Um, can you hear me? Hello. I'm just kidding. I, I love that it's a global game, right? And, and so these, the ones I'm going to talk about are known and sold or bought and sold all around the globe really would be the ones to I'll major on the most affordable. So I'm going to do this in several categories. There's going to be the mainstream, which I would say are going to be the five or six mainstream or most popular, most printed, most sought after cards. And that doesn't mean that they're the most valuable necessarily, or the most rare, because I could also categorize some of them as the cheaper brands some as the expensive brands or exquisite, if you know what I'm saying. And some might be like only hobby produced, like not available to the general public ever, 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 unless you buy on the secondary market, like an eBay or whatnot. You guys using the whatnot app yet to uh, do auctions and stuff? That's pretty fun. So as we go through this, I want you to know that, uh, at the end of this 20 minutes or 25 minutes that we have together, I think you you will have a general knowledge or a basic knowledge of brands going forward, especially for 2020 cards in 2021. The deal is, this is going to change. Every year, there will be little changes. In a few years, there will be big changes. As Fanatics has bought out the licenses to produce trading cards, I love that funny word, trading cards, because that's how people used to get them. They would, I guess, just trade them. And they were cards that featured people that worked different trades and not athletes. So, you know, my point is it's still a word we use that are featured, uh, basically now sports cards produced by just a few companies that make a lot of brands. So you may have heard of Panini or Panini America, or you may have heard of Tops or Upper Deck. There's a variety of those, but Panini makes most of the basketball cards, and I'm not even lying. I'm not even making that up. Panini 
makes like 15 or 20 different types and looks and styles. And with each name that they like each name brand that they create, whether it's Prism or Select or Donruss or National Treasures or Revolution or Prestige, there are uh, within those sets, there are different words that we would use to describe uh, different colors, different photo variations of those players on the cards, different things they might add to a card like an autograph or a jersey patch or a piece of some guy's uniform, which I guess is a jersey patch, a piece of his shoe. And in football cards, they sometimes put a piece of a guy's helmet in the card. It's like, are you kidding me? But crazy, it makes the card worth more. So what I would like to give you is a foundational knowledge. Say it with me. Foundational knowledge of basketball card brands and releases. And then some of the key terms. Everybody say key terms. Key terms. (laughs) to know about each brand. So yeah, without any further ado, I mean, that's my little intro. I want you to get foundational knowledge to know the brands and maybe even share this episode with with one of your friends or impress them with your newfound foundational knowledge. Know what I'm saying? Let me start, as I said, with the mainstream brands of basketball cards. And, you know, until further notice, just assume they're made by Panini and we'll have a little yellow Panini logo, Panini letters red, on the back of the card. But these are the names to remember. From cheapest to most desired or most expensive. Cheapest would be NBA Hoops. NBA Hoops brand cards. Next would be Don Russ, just the regular Don Russ. Yes, it's the same Don Russ that made baseball cards back in 1986. I had the Jose Canseco rated rookie, if you're with me on that. So NBA hoops and then Don Russ. And then another more recent addition to these mainstream cards in basketball has been Mosaic. Mosaic cards. And the new Mosaic cards for basketball come out in a couple weeks, I believe. The Hobby Box, which are available usually only through hobby-connected distributors and card shops, your local card store, or big-time wholesale stores like Blowout Cards. The Hobby Box of Mosaic comes out in a few weeks. And then going even towards the little higher priced or more desirable, you have the Donruss Optic cards with the O logo. Optic. Maybe it's because they have good optics. They are, they are optically pleasing to the eye. And then you go up another level. This year, I would say the next level up might be Select. NBA Select. And then I'll, I'll stop here at the most popular still basketball card line that you might have heard this word before is prism prism so i just did nba hoops donruss mosaic donruss optic select and then prism it's hard to go wrong with any of those but those are the mainstream ones and i'll break them them down individually i could have said hey don't forget about Contenders, Panini Contenders, which releases in a a card that looks like a a game ticket and has a variety of 
autograph cards and, and limited print cards, contenders. Or I could have said Panini Chronicles. When you buy a box of Chronicles, it's sort of like this mixed bag of you open up a, a pack of cards or a box of cards and you get cards from all different Panini brands. That's pretty cool. Chronicles. Or I could have said Panini Revolution. I like Revolution. They're beautiful, shiny, great looking cards. I could have said Court Kings. Those are a little bit harder to get and I believe only in hobby box form. There are so many other brands. There's the more expensive National Treasures, which they are what they say they are. They are beautiful looking cards. They are a treasure, often made in limited numbers, every single card, and have great autographs and patches and pictures. We could say the same about Flawless. Very expensive, well-made, good-looking cards. And Immaculate. And of course, who could forget Court Kings? Beautiful looking cards and others that you might find different brands inside those Chronicles boxes like Elite or Spectra or Prestige or even just a regular Panini worded card or Rookies and Stars. If I've overwhelmed you, that's not really the point. I just want you to say, oh yeah, I've heard of those. I've heard of Elite. I've heard of Court Kings. I've heard of Crown Royale. Now you've heard of National Treasures. But to circle back, the main names you need to know, in fact, you don't need to know all those, but the ones I think you do in a 101 foundational level would be NBA Hoops, Donruss, Mosaic, Optic, Select, and Prism. And some people take a look at all those brands and they say, well, I like Donruss better because they have the rated rookies and they're always pretty cool pictures. Or I like Optic because it's affordable and yet it's made out of that, it's like a harder, shinier material. It's, it's just cooler looking. Or I like Mosaic because the different parallels and the pink camouflage and the orange reactive, like there's all kinds of beautiful uh, designs and reflections on the Mosaic cards. The point here is to know what those main six are and find your favorites, find the cards that you like. And I wanna go into a bit more detail about each of those six because I think there's just some basics I need to remember about each one of them. So let's do that. NBA Hoops. It's quite often the first of these major releases to come out each year. It's definitely the cheapest to buy they have some incredible, like a lot of these sets, what would be called hobby box inserts. Special cards that you can't find in the retail, like Target or Walmart, the smaller boxes. But they put them in the main hobby boxes. And so, like this past season, it was the Slam Magazine covers. The cards that look like a Slam Magazine insert. Some of them just regular and some of them like refractory or silver or reflective they would call those a hollow so a slam magazine hollow that like as you as you tilt it back and forth it shines it refracts light and the rainbow you can see so those slam hollow cards are really cool inserts in that set hoops is often the cheapest way to get the rookie card of a guy that you like so anthony edwards lamella ball those guys are available uh, with a little RC logo for rookie card. See, I haven't explained rookie card to you guys. I don't want, I don't want to leave any stone unturned. I don't want to have any nook uncrannied. Okay, that RC logo is important on any of these cards because it signifies, hey, this is an official rookie card. 
right? So on these NBA hoops, you might have regular rookie cards, but then a unique Slam Magazine card of a rookie or a license plate card, just the card on the front. front of it just looks like, instead of a picture of LeBron James, it just says James and this license plate that, uh, you know, is pretty, pretty cool looking. Hoops is known for having some decent inserts every year. They're also known for maybe their, their usual border of the cards are white, but you can find uh, a little bit more rarely printed versions that have a yellow border or a purple border or a blue border. Some of them might have actually have a number inscribed on them like two forward slash 10, which would be you have the card number two out of 10 of those they made and they numbered them. They made limited number, right? And those cards are definitely worth more, harder to find, and they're often just in the hobby boxes. So NBA Hoops is usually the first of these main releases to come out during a year and the cheapest to purchase unless you're getting one of those rare, good-looking hologram inserts. I like Hoops, but um, I don't invest in Hoops cards. I don't have a lot of hoops cards unless it's a guy that I just enjoy having cards of. You know, I I might have a Darius Garland or a LeBron James or an Anthony Edwards. Actually, I have all those guys. Uh, but, But here's the deal with those. When they first come out, when hoops first comes out, uh, those first two or three weeks, they are crazy expensive. You could probably say this about every one of these brands. When they first release, unless you think it's fun to brag that you got them first, yay, like um, it's actually not a race and I'd rather wait two or three weeks and pull them out of somebody's 50 cent box and say, hey, look at this. I got all of the Slam Magazine inserts that I wanted and I actually did that at a card show. It was pretty awesome because I was like, I'm not paying. When these first go on eBay, this card that my, maybe now it's worth 50 cents, people were selling, like not just asking for the money, they were getting 10, 20, 30 dollars for these and I'm like, there's no way. Well, Hoops value eventually especially as other brands are being released, hoops value goes down and you don't want to be the guy that spent too much money on hoops cards or the girl that spent too money on hoops inserts. I like them. I especially love some of those like get out the way or NBA city. I don't know if you've seen NBA city or prime twine. These are names of their different lines of inserts where some of the better players would have a picture of their city and this big thing, NBA City, Donovan Mitchell, like NBA City, Pascal Siakam, and their cool looking inserts. So if you want a fun eBay exercise for you learning about NBA hoops, go on eBay and search for 2019 NBA hoops city or city edition. And you can look for LeBron. You can look for Kawhi, whoever you want. And, uh, you can even look for the hollow versions of those, not H-O-L-L-O-W, H-O-L-O, like we shorten hologram to hollow for NBA hoops. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Okay, now let's go to a second level or a second brand of card, which happens to be my favorite of the cheaper cards, and that would be Don Russ. NBA's Don Russ Basketball. Those come out every year, and they are a collector favorite because they are the nicer-looking paper cards, better than NBA hoops, and they have rated rookies. I think that is a staple that they'll continue to have, but you love seeing the rated rookie of LaMelo Ball and Anthony Edwards and whoever else you want. You know, you can go all the way back to Donovan Mitchell and Nikola Jokic and probably even way further back than that. And uh, they are great-looking cards with the uh, signature Don Russ logo, also made by Panini, also with the RC Rookie Card logo. And these always have some really cool inserts, again, especially in the hobby boxes. I am a huge, huge fan. If you listen to this podcast for, like, more than two weeks, I mention the Don Russ Net Marvels all the time. They are so cool looking to me. I don't know if it's because of the combination of the idea of like Marvel Comics and NBA superstar players like LeBron, Zion, Kawhi, Giannis, Steph Curry. Like it is a cool subset. They even throw in a couple of rookies from time to time. Like in 19, they had Kobe White as part of the Net Marvels and Jarrett Culver. Not sure why, but all that to say it is a very fun and affordable set. But again, the hobby boxes are probably your best bet. And one of the nice things about Donruss cards is you can get some very cool-looking parallels. A parallel is a card that usually has the same picture as the base. The base is the regular card. So say base Anthony Edwards is a picture of A.E. holding a ball, you know, looking off to the side. It's a lot of their poses. And uh, just with a white border, regular Donruss border, rated rookie card. But then you'll have one that's like... uh, green and yellow laser hollow with these cool uh, lasers emanating out to the outsides of the card. Or the orange laser hollow, which happens to be my favorite. Or the green flood, which just is all green, like dark green background. Or the blue laser, which is often numbered. I have a very cool looking Jaden McDaniels blue laser Donruss rated rookie. That's a mouthful, right? Oh, but what I'm saying is Don Russ Hobby Boxes, you can get these at the beginning of the year, beginning of their release, I mean, and maybe the best thing to do if you can't invest in a hobby box, like I can't, that's a lot of money, is to say, all right, I'm going to know people that buy hobby boxes and either get in a, a break with them, like it's a chance to win guys from a certain team. Or I'm going to buy all of their leftovers. Sometimes people buy hobby boxes only hoping to get that extremely rare, you know, gold card or that extremely rare Lonzo, LaMelo ball, rated rookie, red laser numbered to 10. You know, it is, uh, it's, and then they, they basically take the three best cards out of that box and they don't care about the rest. They will dump or sell or put out as singles at their, at the card show, and that's how, honestly, that's how I picked up a lot of my cards this year from Don Russ Basketball and NBA Hoops Basketball, because hanging around guys who, you know, they opened up the boxes, they sent away a few of the best cards, those are called hits, to uh, get graded or to sell for a quick profit, and then they had all these other cards, and I'm interested in all the numbered cards, all the insert cards, and just like the other versions of cards, 
You can buy the Donruss base, just the regular rookie with the white border. But it's a little better, a little more valuable to get things like the green-yellow laser hollow or the orange laser or the Donruss rated rookie press proofs. Sometimes you'll find a card and you open it that says press proof on it or canvas. Those are just cool looking and sometimes the words are written in bronze to indicate what kind of uh, coolness they bring to the table. But and that's that's probably enough to say about Donruss. I'll add, since these two, Hoops and Donruss, are among the first to come out, they often have, number one, a large set, large number of cards in them. But if there are players that emerge mid-season, they aren't usually in these sets. Like if a guy comes out of nowhere, say, let's call him Kendrick Nunn or Christian Wood or Chris Boucher, Boucher from Toronto, Duncan Robinson. Some of these guys are not in the first couple releases because virtual unknowns to the to Panini as they're printing these early sets. So that's one of the downsides, but it's it's no big deal. I like Donruss a lot. Again, it's it's affordable and has some of the coolest looking cards. And one of the things I'm into right now is buying some of the numbered cards of second year players or superstars. And if I can get my hands on numbered rookies of the guys I always mention on my podcast. I am living the dream. So the numbered cards of like Darius Garland and Kevin Porter Jr. are still kind of out of my price range. And I've already spent enough money on those guys, as you know. But the numbered Donruss lasers and floods, canvases, and press proofs, those are pretty cool. Check for the numbers on the back of the card this time. Donruss. All right, all right, move along. Now we go to Mosaic. And, you know, this this most current release of Mosaic, which comes out, I believe, in the hobby form on November 3rd, that is the last of the big names to release uh, with the LaMelo Ball rookies. So Anthony Edwards rookies. And Halliburton, don't forget your Halliburtons. Mosaic is shiny silver backs, but that doesn't mean their cards are all silver backs or uh, silver refractors. Remember, you have to turn them in the light to see if there's a rainbow that comes back or look for the little word PRISM in all capital letters on the back of the card. But yeah, Mosaic, always a... It's only really in its second year. So 2019 was the first year Mosaic released its own separate set. Now, uh, Panini had printed Mosaic types of cards in previous years of just regular PRISM. But this was a full Mosaic set gorgeous, available on retail at Target if you can get to it. Also, of course, having, I said also, with hobby boxes. And a whole bunch of beautiful looking parallels, like uh, the pink camo, the orange reactive, the orange blue reactive, the red blue reactive, the green. Uh, I mean, there's just so many great colors of parallels and different inserts, the will to win, the all-star, the hall of fame inserts. There's a lot to like about all the things Mosaic does. And I, I do like them. The thing you need to know is that maybe as a new collector, you're going to think, wow, they're shiny. They must be worth a lot. Nope, they're not. They printed a ton of them last year. And so even if you want to buy a mega box or a blaster box of last year's unopened wax mosaic cards, 
you can still find those relatively affordable at card shops and shows. And, um, it's not a bad, not a bad idea. What I'm just saying is they did print a lot of mosaic and released a lot of it to the public. So although these cards again are shiny and good looking, you know, I, I got a Darius Garland PSA nine orange reactive mosaic that it's just a gorgeous card, but I think I paid less than 20 bucks for it, which is less than the cost to grade it at PSA. I'm just saying that's because there's so many mosaic cards out there. So as much as I'm excited to see the next release of mosaic here in a couple weeks, and you'll probably hear me talk about it because I want to talk about how to buy and sell or not around a new release date, uh, as mosaic approaches, but great looking cards not the best investment unless you want a really cheap Ja Morant rookie or a really cheap Zion rookie. Then Mosaic is what you need. They really are. They also have uh, several uh, cool inserts that go along with rookies. One of those is the NBA debut rookie. So it's not worth as much as the regular base card, but it's just a cool reminder that, hey, this rookie is debuting or like Hoops has the first arriving insert. But Mosaic, and I would say those three actually are the three cheapest or affordablest brands. NBA Hoops, Donruss, and Mosaic. And now I got to get to three that are nicer and pricier. pricier. All right, everybody. That's the end of part one of this uh, series on the brands, major brands. Part two will be out in the next 24 to 48 hours. And guys, I want to remind you a couple things when it comes to hoops and cards, you basketball collectors and investors. We now have Hoops Plus, which is a platform. If you're enjoying this, boy, you would love, you would love more content on the NBA, more takes, more ways to connect, more podcast episodes, like all that stuff and the chance to win basketball card prizes. Then please, 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 Do yourself and us a favor and support us by joining Hoops Plus. Go to anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe. And for the price of less than a quarter pounder hamburger a month, you can join the team and get access to all those good things I just talked about. I would love to have you guys join Hoops Plus, boy, especially as this NBA season gets rocking. Looking forward to interacting with you at Instagram or hoops and cards podcast at gmail.com. And as always, hope you guys have an awesome week. We'll catch you again soon. Working on Kuzma. This should be fun. Oh, it was fun. Jalen Green. You see Jalen's athleticism on this. He's so, look at his patience, rejects the pick and roll, and go upstairs, big fella. Wow. (laughs) Guys, where are we?